1: dogs and welcome to fun
0: facts friday
1: this is our once a week only on friday show where we have special episodes not featuring guests where i will share tricks tips terminology and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success today's topic is how to prepare for a housing market correction but before we get started, I like to just touch base with you guys and see how you're doing. I hope you guys are all all doing well. I hope the content we've been providing you has been of value to you in your real estate investing efforts. Um, I am still very active in my real estate investing, and even though this is uh, you know a little challenging to find some deals out there, but uh, um, I am definitely definitely looking at other ways to invest. Real estate uh, spectrum is pretty broad, you know, from you know, deeds and liens and syndications to rental properties and uh, apartment buildings and mobile home parks and self-storage and on and on. There's there's a lot of different types of uh, real estate investing. And I hope you listened to uh, some of the previous episodes where we we're talking about what, what some of the good Um, areas are to invest in right now, uh, in this, uh, inflationary period. And, uh, also, you know, anticipating a recessionary period as well. So let's jump into our topic here, how to prepare for a housing correction. You know, I've been talking, you know, a fair amount here in uh, the, especially on the Fun Fact Fridays about, uh, you know, market corrections, crashes, inflation, deflation. I mean, you name it all over the board. There's, Definitely a lot going on right now in the economy, and uh, so I wanted to address that, and uh, also I wanted to you know, give you an idea of um, you know, ways you can better prepare uh, for what may be ahead here. Recently, a group of uh, five economists were surveyed by MarketWatch to get their take on how they predict the summer housing market sales are going to, are going to go. Now, seasonally, um, we're at a point in in the year when we tend to see uh, peak home prices around summertime. And uh, one of the economists surveyed was uh, Danielle Hale at Realtor.com. She's the uh, chief economist there. And she said that there are a variety of reasons for this, including the fact that a lot of the homes for sale and sold at this time of year are larger family homes what's more she says uh, while listing prices have shown acceleration or a faster rate of growth in recent weeks now this is really contrary to you know previous periods uh, of you know the summertime sales sales prices have seen a steadiness and a slight easing in momentum and usually it's starting to build about now now this suggests that home prices could be at a bit of a turning point in which slower growth is on the horizon, according to Danielle Hell. Data from real estate listing site Redfin released in May found that nearly one in five home sellers have dropped their price the highest rate of price reductions since October 2019. And Zillow economist Nicole Batchard says faint signs are starting to emerge that the market is rebalancing, which is also another word of saying correcting. She said the share of listings with a price cut is creeping up, possibly a sign that sellers cannot be quite as ambitious in their pricing strategy as they could have in recent months. Inventory continues to rise as well, though it's still significantly lower than pre pandemic norms, she says. Now, Greg McBride, another one of the economists interviewed, a chief financial analyst at Bankrate, says the market will cool somewhat as more would be home buyers have been priced out by rising home prices and soaring mortgage rates. But even a tempered level of demand will still exceed the ultra low level of supply. The pace of home price appreciation will moderate, but homes will still be selling for much more than they did six or 12 months ago, even if sellers don't get the moonshot price they're currently asking. And uh, Bouchard also uh, made a comment here and thinks that price growth will start to slow, but not yet. Homes are selling as fast as they ever have, after only seven days for the typical home, and nearly half of homes are selling for above their list price. Now, he goes on to say that a more balanced market is likely around the corner, as rising costs may keep enough would-be buyers on the sidelines, allowing inventory to begin catching up with demand. Steve Reich, Chief Operating Officer at Finance of America Mortgage, says seasonality definitely comes into play as spring and early summer are typical prime time windows for families looking to get a larger home or relocate while kids are out of school. As a result, more inventory may come on the market, so we still may see more houses just start popping up as we move into those prime summer Buying months. So they're kind of taking a a step of being cautious. And that said, you know, buyers wanting a new construction home may find a challenge. Uh, uh, Reich goes on to say that the, the potential for prolonged inflation and increased prices across the board will likely trickle down into higher costs for new construction and make it more expensive to bring new builds to market, further complicating the housing supply. Now, MarketWatch, uh, who conducted this survey, recently reported pending home sales fell for the sixth straight month in April, thanks to high home prices and increasing mortgage rates. And Redfin reported that searches on Google for homes for sale for the week ending May 21st were down 13% from a year prior. Right now, as the market tries to settle in at higher rate levels, buyer demand has gradually softened as consumers assess what their affordability looks like. Both buyers and sellers have moved to the sidelines to see where the dust settles which is fairly common in periods of high volatility and uncertainty. This is definitely a wait and see moment, uh, says Robert Heck, vice president of mortgage at online mortgage marketplace Morty. So all this to say, I'm talking about summer, but uh, looking at it on a bigger perspective, is this a precursor to a market correction? And if so... What are we to do as real estate investors? How are we preparing ourselves uh, to either take advantage of the opportunity or at least mitigate risk if we are in high risk positions? Now, risks and opportunities are both present in housing market correction. So here, here are some steps that you might want to consider. There's been a growing concern about a housing market correction after two years of record high price appreciation, during which the median national home price increased by 34%. It appears that correction is finally here. Home sales and mortgage applications for April and May are down considerably. While newly listed homes have risen rapidly as property owners try to capture home price gains before the market turns. So these people maybe weren't ready to sell, but they're getting in the market while they can, while the prices are still high to just try to get the higher price that they can. But there's good news. The start of a housing market correction is the perfect time for investors to prepare for what could be coming. But first things first, keep in mind a correction is not a crash. I know we've been talking about both of these and the potential for both to happen. But a housing correction is not the same thing as a housing market crash. During a correction, home prices return to more normalized levels of buying and selling. They don't fall suddenly and dramatically as they would in a crash. In other words, things balance out. And in today's market, that translates into slower home price growth and possibly longer time on the market. Properties that were listed for top dollar, banking on continued market competition and limited supply, will likely see fewer offers. Some sellers may even have to lower the asking price to meet more realistic pricing. Although not every market will see the same rate of slowing or price decreases as others, it all depends on the cause of the demand and the lack of supply that drove prices up in the first place. So my recommendation, I think one, be aware of what this is. If this is a correction, here are some things you can do to respond. If it's a crash, there's not a lot you can do because you, unless you're prepared and these things will also prepare you should a crash come as well. Number one, save your money. Right now, the big investors have just set aside large amounts of cash to get ready for this great, you know, discount sales are going on everywhere. Real estate market corrections are a great time for investors to stock up on real estate while prices are down. Lower purchase prices mean greater opportunities for higher returns. However, with interest rates rising, the cost of borrowing gets more expensive, and lower purchase prices may not directly translate into better returns. Having the cash to buy properties without borrowing money could mean you seize opportunities that others cannot. So having that cash handy is is key in a correcting market as well as a, a potentially crashing market. Housing market corrections are not necessarily synonymous with recessions. For instance, during COVID related economic downturns during the mid 2020s, housing prices soared. This time around, however, there are a lot of signs that house prices could drop while the economy shrinks. During recessions, economic spending slows. Rental rates and real estate values often fall as demand lessens. This can cause properties that were once well-performing to garner less than ideal returns or even negative cash flows during the slow period. So it's a good idea to have some money saved to cover any losses incurred during this time as well. So the money you're saving isn't just a purchase. It it will also help to offset any potential losses you may experience. It's equally important to make sure you're not over leveraged. Being over leveraged in your investments means you don't have enough income or cash flow to cover the property in the event that it stops paying, even temporarily. It, some of us encountered this during, uh, the, during COVID when there were um, all of these uh, moratoriums and so forth. If you recently took out a line of credit and your margins for profitability have thinned, it could be a good idea to sell the property now while prices are high to reduce your debt exposure. Okay, so that these are a couple of things that you might want to consider. Is start looking at your portfolio, if you have a portfolio, and looking at uh, which ones make sense to hold on to, which ones make sense to sell. I would say, like most real estate, I, I think it's wise to hold for the long term if you can. I mean, since we're buying for cash flow here on the old dogs REI network, we're looking for the long term play. And things may dip but then they always come back up and uh, we just have to be prepared uh, should rents go down and that cuts into our cash flow chain. So buying low and selling high is one of the cornerstone principles of profitable investing, but selling real estate when it's high isn't always the best move. Cash flow is one of the major benefits of real estate investing, as we talk about here on the Old Dogs RAI network all the time, even if the value of your property has declined, it doesn't mean your your return has declined. If you have a strong cash flowing property that is netting a good return, holding on to the investment for the long term can offer protection during tough times and combat high inflationary periods like those we're experiencing today. Tax deductions from depreciation and certain property expenses are another benefit that should be seriously considered before jumping the gun and selling while prices are high. When you sell a property, not only do you give up any cash flow the property is generating, but also you have to pay capital gains on any profit earned from the sale, in addition to recapturing all of your prior depreciation. Those who have Seen values rise upwards of 40% over the last year, could be left with a hefty tax bill at the end of the day if you don't plan it properly. I recommend evaluating your portfolio and to only consider selling properties that aren't performing well or could be at risk for default if the market were to turn. If the property doesn't produce cash flow as is, it could be beneficial to sell now and save the money to reinvest in more affordable properties with higher returns as the market corrects itself down the line. So it's sometimes better to unload those ones that you're trying to build up a a steady and increasing cash flow in uh, to find some good bargains out there that will actually produce cash flow not only now but much larger cash flow in the future. Prices may sink for a bit in a housing market correction, but if you take a long-term approach to your investment and focus on the value it brings with income and tax benefits over the value of the property itself, riding through a market correction will be a breeze. Well, that's it for now. Please note, Old Dogs, everything presented here today, including links, can be accessed in our detailed show notes on the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. And look for the episode entitled, How to Prepare for a Housing Market Correction. Remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Until next time, keep moving forward. And may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.